Hey, this is Brian, and I'm just doing a quick intro for part two of our conversation from Rich from allaboutipray.com. Hope you guys enjoy it. Check it out. All right, so we've kind of almost been in the main topic of just chatting with Rich this whole time. We've been having a couple of digressions. So really... uh so I think, you know, talking to Rich just now, and we were talking to him about his kid skiing, I think our main topic should be, what does Opry ski mean to you? I think we touched question. on it last time. Because you don't really even just, you don't even like specifically pigeonholed into Apres ski. You're kind of embracing the Apre life. Yeah, it's a yeah. lifestyle. Apre sure. surf. It's not just drink. It's not just, it's being there, right? Right. Which encompasses everything. Like the people you're with, the, the atmosphere, whether you're with kids. Like, because I tell you what, I tell a lot of people Apre ski, I'm like, well, it's happier. And when everybody thinks of happier, they're like, oh, they think of adults drinking. But it's also family. No, right? it's not. A, yeah. So it's, it's funny you bring that up. And you asked me, because I, I, Brian and I talked about a few weeks ago. Um, I started reading this book. Uh, I think it's called Start With Your Why. And the, I, it's pretty, I think the guy's name is Simon Patek. Mm. Uh, I have to look it up. I just finished it. I should really know this. It really resonated with me. Start With Your Why. I'm pretty sure it's it's Simon Patek. And he's got, he's got like the most viewed TED Talk Oh really? On, like ever? Huh? Yeah, that's it. There you go. It's Simon. Simon. What is it? Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek. Right. So, start with your why. So, I, I I started reading this book, and his his basic premise is he figured out this golden circle, right? And that these businesses that the businesses that succeed are well, not that I shouldn't say not all businesses, but like the the ones that are transcending are the ones that know their why and sell their why. The ones that are just your average business are the ones that sell their what. So, and his whole thing is is like, it's not what you do, it's why you do it. Mm -hmm. Right? So, you know, he uses a a variety of examples. The book is brilliant and you should, you should read it. It's, it's a very, very great read. It's been out for a while, but it's, it's something worth reading. So pretty interesting. I was watching that stupid show, Undercover Billionaire. Yeah. And I binge watched like four episodes just because they it was on. It was in the middle of the day, and I was like, "All right, let me watch it." And the one thing that resonated when you said that, the guy is saying he made a, a shit ton of money in like loans and stuff, but he says, "Don't come up with a product first, a what? Know what? Know who you're going to sell to, and then give them service that. So right. then you're getting into why you're actually going out and selling. Right. Them. So if you know why you're doing something, it's going to be more fruitful for you, but it's also going to be more fruitful for them. It's directed. It's right. Not just so it's, 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 it should be like why, how, what. So he uses – he's really big on on uh, Apple products. Okay. Right? And he, and he talks about how Apple products they're, – they're not better than anything else. I've been saying that for years. They're, they're really not. <laughs> but they sold, they sold you their why better than yes. Microsoft sold you their what, right? So, so the concept of being into the Apple product, right? Now. Well, you're thinking different. You're a creative. You're you know you're 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 better than other people if you use this product, yeah. right? Essentially, yeah. well, it, it's it's like I, I can't remember it exactly. I don't really want to butcher it, but it's something along the lines of like. Like we're gonna put, 
your music in your pocket. You know, something like that versus, but I, I, I don't exactly, but the point is that, you know, anyway, not to get into this thing about this book, but I, I read it and I started thinking about myself like, well, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I doing like what, why, what is my why for all about operate? Right. And so I talked to Brian, I talked to a number of people that, you know, that are friends and people in the industry that I respect and wanted their opinion. And I, um, I came to the conclusion that like, for me, I, I just enjoy being with people, being social and, and seeing people being social with others. Right. Um, it just, I, I feel like it brings a level of enjoyment to, to everybody. Opry Ski, you know, we'll start there because that's how it really all started for me. Like, there are no, there's no skill level. There's no, you know, there's no, there's no rules. Judgment. There's no rules. There's no judgment. Yeah. It's like, I mean, listen, I ski, or I'm on the mountain with, you know, a lot of different level skiers, right? I don't really care. Like, it doesn't bother me one bit how fast or slow you are or whatever. You know, I have friends that are better than me. I have friends that are a ton worse than me. But when we all sit down at that table afterward and talk about our day, you know, and tell us tell the stories of everything, it's it, it brings that sense of enjoyment of, you know, of that shared experience, right? And And that's, you know that's what really it's all about like you know that is more value than you right, know has, i skied six miles an hour faster than you right i went I on this trail yeah. and you didn't yeah right so like i started to really think about that and it's like well why do i do what i do well i i want like i want to see more of that you know i feel like in today's day and age we're it's a lot of you know i'm picking up my phone right now but it's a lot of like we're attached to our phone yeah. Right. And we're, you know, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're hey, checking emails, your head's down, your head's down all the time. Yeah. And there's no conversation. You know, I see that stuff on a, on a ski lift. That's the person I start talking to. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's like, it's, it's one of those things where, so now with now where we're like in a world where we're, we seem to be less connected, I want to provide opportunities for people to be more connected. So, you know, a great restaurant. Like there are certain things that, that bring people together. Restaurants bring to, food, you know, good food, good beer. food that tells a story, you know, beer that is, that is great. That tells a story, you know, that, that type of stuff, it, 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 you know, makes people want to be with each other and share their story, right? Great gear. Like, you know, I have this, I, I, I uh, recently came in contact with these guys from California or this guy, I should say, uh, California cowboy. And uh, you should check it out. It's like an Opry Surf, Opry Ski brand. The guy grew up surfing and skiing in California. Is he related to Naked Cowboy? He's not related to Naked Cowboy, but his stuff is super cool. And, and, you know, a similar line of thought to me. And, you know, like... You know, gear like that. Like, I want to let people know, like, this is a cool... Like, every, every, um, every shirt that you buy comes with a, a pack of cards that are conversation starters. Oh, nice. So people can, you know, like... It's not like, about wearing like, hey, the shirt. Hey, sailor, but- you know, and it's like, just it's silly, but you start talking that, 
I have that high water shirt, by the way, that you're looking at, Brian, right there, the one in the middle. Nice. This guy? It is, I got so many compliments on it. It's you had so, that at your vacation, right? You I just did. on, right? And it's got terry cloth inside. It's got a um, wow, really? It's got a dry zipper pocket where you, that you just clicked oh, on. Oh, that's awesome. And it's got, on the other side, it's got a, a spot for your beer. It's got a little pocket for your beer. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dope. But oh, those anyway. are the conversation cards you're talking yeah, about, right? So it's but like that type of stuff is really cool nice. because you know, like gear, beer, you know, food, all this restaurants where that, that provide this experience that, that, that tell that tells a story, you know, it prompts you. It it doesn't it doesn't create a memory, it reminds you of a memory and a memory that you want to share. Right. You know, if, the, if that makes sense. And and that's what I want to do more of. I want to bring more of that two people where I can say, hey, like, this beer is transcending. Like, you, you should try it and and because it's got this cool story behind it and, you know, and it's, it's going to make you want to tell cool stories too. That's a really good point because, you know, like, a lot of times we always talk about, you know, the Apres Ski beers and it's like, oh, do you remember we went after that one day where we got, like, that, that big dump, we went to so-and-so and we got this beer. And, you know, the beer was great. But the beer was almost like the catalyst, like the glue of the story right, because right. it brought together the hanging out, being together yeah. and the mount. You know, it's like it brought, it brought everything together. You know, right. it's almost like you're using this beer as this catalyst to to create the narrative around it. Right. It's, yeah. That's actually a really, a really yeah. cool way to think about well, the business in general. It's like everybody gets together and you're creating another experience from the experience you had for the day. Right. And like everything else is setting the stage for you to have that conversation. Well, it's almost right? like in Bitcoin, how you have the blocks and every time you create a block, it's like it gets sealed. And the more blocks go on top of it, it can't change that block. It's almost like the more stories you have, the more people you have sharing it, the less that can undo it. Because everyone's like, oh, do you remember that time? Oh, dude, I forgot about that time. But you reminded me. Right, it brings right, you yeah. back to that because, you know, if you have enough people or enough great experiences that someone will remind you of that great time. Right. It's like, I, what's that trigger that reminds you of that, that fantastic right, and, time and you had? And people are doing it together. Yes. And that and that's kind of the point. You yeah. know, and I, sh- I share that with my kids. You know, when people say like, oh, well, we don't really go to Opera Ski because I have kids. Well, I'm like, but why? Like, like you don't it's have not, to do fireball not, shots. Yeah, you're not, you're not banging back shots. I mean, you can bang back shots, sure. Yeah. You know, um, but like... Like you, you don't. They're they don't. They're not there to drink, but they're there to share that experience with you. Like my kids like nachos just as much as the next adult, right? You know, and and maybe like, hot chocolate. Remember the hot chocolate we had? Yeah. That remember the marshmallows? They were weird. The they were different shapes and colors. Perfect. Yeah. Right, and Dad. You, know you remember that like, time when we came off the mountain at Mount Snow and there was a fire pit and they handed us a stick and, and marshmallows and we made s'mores. Yeah. Like like you know, why miss that memory of something that just right. hit the spot at that right moment and it meant something to you? Absolutely. And it'll forever mean something. And you might have something that comes close, maybe another hot chocolate or another s'more that remind you of that and that's that magic is the memory you had exactly and i remember like you know we, yeah, we used to go do that chair house at mount snow and you know before we did that like i never really did apres ski like we never really did it and then yeah. i remember first couple of times we went up there we didn't do it and then once we did that first time i was like oh my god like it's, it's like cool party it's too. almost like again it's like you're you see the matrix like you're like oh now i understand why people love this so much because it right. isn't just about 
being out there and getting, oh, look at my app. I got 13 runs in and I went this much vertical and like, and all that, those metrics are fantastic. They're right. great. Maybe it's that's, so cool maybe that that's we do a it. conversation starter. Right. Right. You know, but it's like it's it's that. that but it's ex- also jumping in and being part of it rather than you know you can't look from the outside and say oh that's not for me or whatever. Like you just got to experience it and see what it means to you. But that stuff right. on your phone, those metrics, they're great, but they're very like it's you. It's just you. You're right. the, like no one cares. Like, if I told you this, you wouldn't care. Phone shit. But the experience of the community of the app prey of we're sharing nachos together, we're having right. beers together. That brings the community together, yeah. and that's so much more valuable than one person. Person's like, look how much vertical I did in this day. Like no one gives a shit. That's all selfish and kind of self-serving. While being together and sharing experience and talking and having a plate of nachos, that's community. Yeah, and that's what we are losing so much of in this technological era we are in. Think about it. That's why I think we we pair local beers and local food and local places establishments to operate ski because they're good, unique pieces of memories that we'll get right and it's specific to that you can go to the world ranked rated place for food and the world ranked rated place you get the world ranked thing for beer and you could sit down and say this is the fanciest opera ski you have right but you sat in a warehouse nothing to you because it, it has no character for where you are and right. what you're doing at the time well, right. you, put, a, you put it in a warehouse with nothing around you a completely empty warehouse with a table and that meal yeah you go okay it was good but you know it doesn't really mean anything and that's a great point and, and like and it kind of reminded me of like like anthony bourdain like anthony bourdain ate at the best restaurants in the world the best ones on the planet and he he fit in and he knew what he was talking about and he was great but if you watched his evolution over the years as he got older he was far more comfortable eating a damn good hot dog as he said mm-hmm. than he was eating friggin foie gras at, at you know god knows where i, I couldn't even yeah. yeah he'd go to like some random person he just met family his grandmother's house yeah. yep. and that grandmother doesn't speak english and she's making right. this meal for 15 people she's in there all day making sauce like or, he's, you know. he's eating pho off the street of some street in vietnam and it's like the and greatest he, thing he ever had yeah. it's simple street food he said this is better than any and, fancy and meal. why because because of the, because of the story behind it because some because some like old woman who had a sleep who sleeps with the chickens and and wakes up at 3 a.m to you know make make the pho every single day that story resonates more than you know the some world-renowned michelin chef exactly get out of his mansion. he he, yeah. he loved this michelin chef stuff too right but like you get my point so like you know and you had brought up earlier like for me it's not it, it's opera ski obviously like that's how it all began but as I as I started to really think about like well what is my why and I started to branch out and I was like well I gotta I gotta do more of this so like this summer I started to cover more areas because we live in a great area uh, Brian and I where there's I mean we're you're a little closer to me I'm three miles from the beach you're probably a mile and a half you know if that so like, and there's all these great places on the water that that. If you have to live in New Jersey, which has a bad reputation, this is probably one of the yeah. top places by yeah. far. Yeah, I gotta say, this is yeah. like it's you, pretty awesome. Yeah, like yeah, we're in our own little bubble out here. It's, For it's sure, not it's not really normal. But so like, I fa- I started to find these places. Like, there's this awesome new place that opened up in Long Branch called the Butcher Block or the Butcher's Block, and I've since become friends with the owner. And and the reason being was like. When I walked in, I went there to kind of like – I threw it out there to my wife like, let's go here for our anniversary. And she said, well, what's it like? I'm like, well, I don't really know 
I'm like, the menu doesn't say anything online, and this was before they really got going. Apparently, you can't get a reservation after like five weeks out. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good for them. But the, and they've only been open maybe two months, three months. Wow. So, but I went there on like a little recon mission, like on the 3rd of July. My buddy and I went for lunch. And within seconds of walking in, the I didn't know this guy. I didn't know he was the owner. He's like, hey, can I, can I get you a beer? He's like, I can't charge you, but I can give you one because they didn't have a liquor license. I'm like, sure. <laughs> nice. So he just hands us a couple of Coronas and he sits us down. That's kind of like a theme with you. People just like to give you beer, don't People they? People just like to give me beer, Like right? the guy on the lift, the PBRs. Yeah, like, there's always exactly. a guy who's like ready to give you beer. It's like a guy that you just want to give like, This is the guy. He needs a beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you so, wear a shirt that says, please give Yeah, me please beer. give me beer. We'll work for beer. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, and then, like, you know, he kept coming in, checking in on us. We had this awesome porchetta sandwich. And mm. and um, mm. and then, like, we were making, my buddy and I who went, we were making a venison roast the next day for the 4th. This guy sat down with us, brought his chef out, and had his chef, like, give us ideas for the marinade. Nice. You know, wow. and, and, like, so I'm like, dude, can you take a reservation for two? And they don't really take reservations for two. Um, but he's like, yeah, I'll do it for you. Just tell the guy. We'll take care of it. We went back for our anniversary and mind-blowing. Like I got a tomahawk steak that they cook, they cook in a wood-fired stove, which is not easy to do. Money, medium rare, beautiful. The fried wood meatballs. Wood-fired tomahawk. Yeah, wow. it is. I mean, I'm telling you, the wow. food is it, another mm. place. You, you got to check it out. But I guess my point in telling you is, but it's like the food is great and and but – when when you know when the owner keeps coming up to you and, and and is chatting with you and telling you know we're talking about stories and things and his and the waiter and you know the the waiter and I are chatting and like we figure out that we know people and stuff like that it's like it's not just the food it's the food that creates the experience and it's the experience that that jogs that 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 reminds you of a memory that like you want to talk more to your wife or you're sitting there with or to the server or to the people next to you or whatever it is. It's also the experience you have while you're there, right? Like, you know. You didn't have a meal. You had an experience. Exactly. Right. You know? Like exactly. an interactive You joined a community everybody. just yeah. by having that food. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, special, and I didn't have to do know? this, but I felt so compelled because I, I because of, of, you know, the experience that I did have there to write a blog post nice. on them. No exaggeration. Broke the record on on uh, most viewed posts ever in my on my site. Wow! Like blew it away, like not even close. Huh. And set the single day record for most hits on my site. Like, like that's awesome. And it was just like, and he personally reached out. And again, I didn't know him. Like we we he I, second time he walked in, he like like put his arm around me. He's like, God, this is my boy. Take care of him. Like like we had known each other for years. Nice. Wow! Didn't know him. He reached out via text. I don't know how the hell he got my number, but like texted me like, oh, my God, Rich, thank you so much for, you know, that you didn't have to do that. That was so great. Blah, blah, blah. Like you, you fully understand what we're trying to create here. That's right. You know, cool. and that's what's that's what's cool about that stuff. So I'll forever remember that, you know, and, yeah. and, and like next time maybe I have a tomahawk, I'll be like, oh, at time, you know, that we were yeah, at the butcher's great. block. Yeah. You know, so I started yeah. to do more of that because I want to bring. It's not just operate ski for me. It's op, it's operate everything. So like, whether it's the beach, whether it's a hike or a bike or, or whatever it is, it's a matter of like getting together after with friends and, and sharing that stuff. And you know, if beer's involved, that's great. If beer's not involved, that's great too. Um, but it also sounds like it's everything in life, right? Like right. so, everything. The you good do, things in as life. As you get older, you realize like it's not just 
having a Rolex watch, having some fancy champagne, having a great fancy, quote unquote, what everybody says by standards meal. It's the right. experience you have with it, right? Right. The people. Yeah. And that's, again, the community. That's kind of the, been the theme, it seems like, is the community right. being I, like, with I, people. Yeah. Right. And I don't give a crap about any of that stuff. Like, yeah. I've, but that's why. Uh, maybe like, I used to, but like, it's not even like. Isn't it funny how you get but to like a certain age yeah. as a whole and be like, I had the best time here yeah. and I like this place for Opera Ski. Well, right? and, and, yeah, and and we were just my my family and I we just took this uh, this trip down to Orange Beach, Alabama. So again, this is a place I, I would have never in a million years thought to go. Because how many people look at you? Go, you went to Alabama? Yeah. Why yeah. would you go? Why there? are you going there? Are exactly. People are looking at me like, sister? What's going I'm like, on? like, why are you? Going? No. I'm like. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I saw it on HGTV. Like, I saw it on Beachfront yeah. Bargain. And Good People Brewery, right? Good People Brewing is way north, though. It's way north, right? But there, but there was Good People Brewing. But there was, there was actually Big Beach Brewing in Gulf Shores, which is the town right next door. And it is okay. an awesome spot. Nice. Um, but nonetheless, we went down there. We, we took a flyer on it. And we went down. And it's like... It's like all day operate surf. Like it's awesome. Like nice. people, I was standing in the ocean. My my wife and I were standing in the ocean drinking tequila, um, and this group, like um, there's this group of three people, and the one guy is jacked out of his mind, massive, and uh, it, they they look at us and they're like, "What y'all do, CrossFit?" <laughs> and, my, and we're like, "Ah, uh, yeah." And we, like we, you know. So next thing you know, like they just started talking to us. Next thing you know, like we're there. And uh, the woman gets out of the ocean. She comes back. She hands me like a hands me a beer. This is again. I just get. I must have that sign on me. Like must. <laughs> will we're, but yeah. well, you have a tattoo, right? Yeah, like, I do. I do. I have beer a life, off, like, yeah, yeah. like thug you, life. You give know? me beer or die, like that kind of. Thing. But we ended up talking to those people for two, three hours in the ocean, just because they were just nice people and they approached us. And awesome. and then the next day we saw them again. We were BSing with them and and like. Y'all you know, swingers, like you know, we kind of. So well, you know, so I ended up. Uh, this was at, at the Florabama. Floor I don't know, if, like you've ever heard of that Floor bar. Bama. The Flor- yeah. Have you heard of Florabama? Yeah, Florabama is a pretty famous beach bar, and we were at the beach there. And I mean, it, but it's like it, the South is different because people are, are, I guess, genuinely nicer than than people in the North, um, <laughs> especially it, this area. Yeah, so. I mean, everybody will just say hello and talk yeah. to you and stuff. Like this one guy stopped. Oh, people come up and they just start shooting the shit yeah. for no reason. There's no fuck you talking to me for. Right. It's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. What's up, man? Yeah. It's so, like this one guy stopped me at the pool, like, or my wife and I at, at the pool, and they're like, he's like, oh, you know, uh, what you guys doing? Like, where, you know, and we just started talking, and next thing you know, we're like, he's giving us places to go to eat, and he's like, you got to check this place out, you got to check that place out. But that's the type of stuff that. You know, brings people together, you know. You're not on your phone, looking at Yelp. Well, this right. only got 3.7 stars, and I want to only places though. that are four stars. From this area, and you bring them down south, they open up more. It's yeah. just the atmosphere. Well, like, we almost have to act this way in this area. Yeah, we feel like we have to, you, you have to be tightly wound. You yeah. have to be like, you know, fighting people off and yeah. having to get you, ahead. What are you looking at me for? Like, yeah. Hey, I just want to say, I like your shirt. Mm-hmm. fuck you looking at my shirt for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once you get no out. problem with that. Well, you probably experience it more than we oh, do yeah. because you you actually moved and yeah. you left yeah. the area. So you probably – you see that more often, And right? I get a little bit of the, oh, you're a Yankee. I don't get that so much now. When I was in Carolina, I got that. I'm sure Carolina – But I like the genuineness yeah. of it, you know, like and, – and, and, like and you know, nobody cares. It's just like, hey, I'm making conversation. You're making conversation. Right. Having a good day, hanging out. So now, right. now we're like, you know, you know, now I'm Facebook friends with – four new people because they just decided to talk to me which is actually something that I would do like like if we didn't 
like it's the same know. thing you do at Outbreak. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? Right. You know? Yeah. You just talk. And you to can it. do that up here too. Yeah. Like it's it breaks boundaries of like. I think it freaks people out at first up here, but then right. people realize again. There's a we all want to be part of a community, right? You know, and like once we kind of break down the bullshit, that's that's what we want. We want yeah. to know people. We want to talk to people. We want to be communicative with people. And to but again, there's this hardness we have to have. Right. So my why is essentially like I want like. I, I want to see people together. I want to bring people together. I want to help people come together. And I want to start providing more of those, more information about the stuff that can do that. So great restaurants, great bars, great beers, great food, great gear, you know, and and the clothing that I have, just, you know, maybe it's a conversation starter. Like, hey, what's that guy doing on your shirt? Oh, yeah. oh that's Galande quaffing. What's Galande quaffing? I never heard about that. Well, let me tell you. Sit down, yeah. pal. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a long conversation. Yeah. presentation, you know, a clip. You know. Yeah. First. That's a beautiful thing, though. That's, yeah. kind of, that's really cool. Yeah. And he, you know, that's why we're all here. You know, we yeah, we started chatting because on Instagram, I'm like, oh, wow, you're at a beach. I live near that beach. Yeah, like, holy yeah. crap, we live yeah, three miles apart, fun. and we both kind of have yeah. a lot of He's stuff like, in common. I know this guy from, like, he lives around. What? I'm like, whatever, man. That's cool. I mean, I don't know. That's, but that's what it's all about, finding right. common ground and communicating and being part of a community. You know, that's yes. kind of what we are. You know, we're all just kind of people who love skiing, and we love drinking, and we love just laughing and having a good time. You know, exactly. like, yeah. we're, we're simple beasts. Seriously. I think it's cool. Like you find people that like skiing or like to operate in ski tent. Like we're not the best. Like we're not, we're not those guys. We're not the people in the movies. We're not going to be yeah. like you know going and skiing splines in Alaska. You know, like yeah. we're not yeah. those guys. And you know what? Even those guys, like every every might think they know who they are, but they're going through broken bone. They got you know um, people sponsoring them. They got like you know it's different problems that they have. We're yeah. like the average people that are going out yeah skiing well, trying to make a few trips a year like making a life out and, of it. and i brought up johnny mosey earlier to to your point johnny's great at that like i i i know him i've been in, I, you know i met him last fall and he's like he stayed in contact with me like i, I mean nice. he's That's i'm so nobody cool, yeah. like i'm nobody to him but like I could like I I would text him like you know hey like dude Mount Gay Rum is here like I know that's one of your sponsors are you here and he's like nah I'm not here but how's everything going like how's the fam like he's like yeah. but he's really good at that you know he's cool. a god knows yeah. how many time medalist at the Olympics but he's really just good at being a, an average guy that can you know bring people together too like you yeah, know that's, like, well, that's his that's his biggest strength is that you know yeah he was an amazing skier but you know you get him on he's in warren miller he was on yeah. snl like yeah. he's just one of those people like he just has that personality like just people he's got that he's got that person like that voice that makes you just want to be stoked about everything like, like you like, want to just hear him talk about like what like having a spoon of cornflakes like yeah yeah my toilet paper i mean there was three plies three plies you know <laughs> yeah. like you like tell me more about these yeah. three ply yeah. toilet paper that you had yeah it's a special section of Costco. Yeah. It's fancy it's Costco. Special Costco. That's fancy it's Costco Gold Plus. That's Car- Kirkland Plus. Oh. Kirkland Plus, yeah. Don't hate on the Kirkland. Oh, you go to the regular Costco. You don't go to the super secret Costco. Yeah, go to the ghetto go Costco. To that one. I mean, I'm surprised. If there were Kirkland skis, I would buy them sight unskied. Oh, hello, Costco. Kirkland skis. Costco sponsor. Listen, Louis Vuitton made skis. Exactly. I'm sure douchebags. See, those are almost the opposite of the people that we just talked about. Like, those are the people who want to brag about, well, look what I have. I have yeah. Louis Vuitton skis. Well, 
I guarantee you, you're not throwing them in a backpack and hiking up 2,000 feet and then skiing down the back and then coming out. There's people who just want to like show off their skis for what they have, like because of some sort of possession that's going to make you more valuable to people. Like that's yeah. that's. I was talking about watches the other day, and we were talking about like you know a lot of people are like oh yeah I have a Rolex. I'm like yeah because that's a well known thing, and they want to be able to say they have a Rolex. But there's people that really want a Rolex for other reasons, and there's people that just want to have. a Rolex. Are you a diver? Say, if you're a diver, you're like oh well the Rolex is thing. great underwater. But and there I, are a lot of other fancy, very expensive things. So if you have the means, you can get. Any Anything you want, why do you go to a Rolex? Is it is it the status that you want, or, or what? It there's something about it. Is it the machine? Is it the uh, Swiss design and the automatic? Sweep? I know people Maybe. that are like they wear a regular Seiko watch and they love it. And you know what? You find out through the story. Oh, that was my dad's watch. When he died, he gave it to me. Yeah. Right. That's you know, cool. That's fucking great. But you know, some other person's gonna walk in and look at my fucking fancy watch. Okay, you bought it with cash that you. You're probably in bankruptcy. You got a Rolex watch. Maybe it's real. Maybe, it's, you know, whatever the case versus somebody that you're going to look down on that has a shitty watch, but it means so much sentimental value to Right. Them. Well, it's one of those things like There's I remember things about it. I remember so a bunch of years ago, we got a, a BMW SUV and I was like, you know, we were like, I'm like, we're doing great in life. We're going to buy this, this car. <laughs> and I remember getting ready to go to, um, Dude, you hate that fucking crap. we remember going to Andrea's family for Christmas. And, you know, they all have BMWs and Audis. And I was like, ah, finally, you know, we're in the dance. We got a BMW, too. (laughs) And I remember being like, Chris was like, oh, that's our BMW out there. I'm like, oh, great. You like it? I'm like, yeah, it's okay. And then, like, the conversation just changed and life went back to being life. Fuck, I thought it was going to be a bigger splash, right? And nobody (laughs) gives a shit. Like, that kind of stuff, if you think that sort of statusy thing is going to get you anywhere. Right. For the people that you care about, they don't give a shit. It's just a thing. It's like, oh, okay, cool, great. It's not like, oh my god, sit down, let's talk all about that. You've now, you've just moved to a new level in life. Well, sir, it's just a thing. We have a separate VIP room for you. Yeah, right. That toilet. You can't use that toilet anymore. There's another toilet. It's golden. You get to use that toilet <laughs> right, now. You get to use the other. Yeah, it's just it's just stuff. It's the. But again, it goes back to your point, Rich. It's the experience. You know, like if it's just a thing to yeah. show off a thing. Right. It's not mean the Kobe shit. beef. It's the great fucking tomahawk steak that you had. That they prepared very well and they took the time and the care to do it right. And you're so, with people so, you love. Yeah, and people so an interesting <laughs> point to, to to my point is that that tomahawk steak. Right. I'm sitting there and we're eating. My, my wife and I are eating it and it's outrageous and it's i think it's honestly the best thing i've ever eaten and i started i looked at her i was like i said i'm like i think this is the best steak i've ever eaten <laughs> she goes really and i said i go I, I don't know i was like i'm like i had and you know and i started thinking like i'm like remember that amazing steak we had at the stone mountain lodge like that was a really good one i'm like but i think this one's better i almost like i also had this incredible steak at the hermitage when i was on a media trip there and i started recalling when that these, existed yeah when that existed i started recalling all these these like great like steak experiences that I had. That's cool. You know, steak experience. Yeah, steak experience. <laughs> Hashtag steak experience. So, like, you you get I, you guys get my point because but no, you know, it gives you flashbacks to other great times, right? That like you have I to compare it, that one it, to one. It, yeah, it's not. It'll it'll create a memory. It's the cows, of but it'll steak also pass, evoke man, a memory, it. and that's what that's that's what that's what's transcendent. And yeah. I want to I want to bring more of that to people. You know, so that's my goal. That's my new goal. It's also too like you know watching. Bourdain and some of the other, uh, they talk about honoring the, the honoring the product that they have, right? right? So you get a great meal, like the, like the Tomahawk steak. You have a good beer. They've honored that in their way. Right. Like, and you feel that. Sometimes you have beer, you're like, they didn't really fucking do stuff for 
Like, yeah. like no one put any sort of care or thought into this. Like that just, one I might go just, back and visit this weekend. Oh yeah. I'm not even gonna mention. Listen, any. I hope they're better. I, I, I really better. do. I like I, I don't. I don't want to. I've heard they're a lot better. Yeah. I, I hope don't they figure out the solution, dial things in. I could add a better. Well, at the, at the end of the day, they were they were very new when we yeah. probably both went, and they were only like a two barrel system. And you know what? I'm for them if they're still in business. Yeah. Hopefully, they're doing something right. And you know what? I'm not going to be the pretentious asshole saying I know it all, and my right. palate is the, you know I like what I like. Maybe everybody else likes what they're brewing. You know, whatever. Sure. I'll try it again. High water. Yeah, so yeah I, and they they have an Opry ski shirt, the High Sierra maybe. Do they have it? High Sierra. Yeah, there you go. That's nice. a nice flannel pattern. I like that. Yeah, I like the one on the left actually. The Sonoma I really pad. like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna do something for these guys. These guys, they, or this guy, I should say. He's like I said when I talked to him on the phone, I instantly knew he was somebody that i'm like this guy Kid this guy spirit. resonates with my with my brand That's and what cool. i and i want to i want to help him so i i mean i haven't said like i'm like listen dude like i live on the beach i'm like you know i i'll get your stuff out here you know try and pump it up so i posted something last week when we were when i was in orange beach but i'm definitely i'm gonna do a little probably i'll probably do a youtube review and then post some pictures next week nice. uh nice. on instagram so is that uh Instagram.com slash all about operate? It is at all about operate, yes. And, and Twitter. And I think I think my YouTube's all about operate too. Very cool. Definitely check that out. It's definitely nice. It it's and like, you know, again, it all kind of comes back to the same theme is that finding people who are like like minded and who enjoy the same kind of things, it's kind of rare. Not super rare, but you know, it, it finding people who are on the same level and interested in the same kind of things and moving and kind of functioning on the same frequency, it's a really cool thing. And when you do find that, it is awesome helping those out and trying to promote them and get everyone moving in the same direction and uh, yeah. just moving up. Everyone kind of finding uh, like manifesting their goal and their dream and their like you're talking about the why. You know, get that moving and uh, get into where you want to be. So yeah, if anyone wants to get more information from Rich, all about Opre on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all about Opreski.com. Right? All about Opre, yeah, or all about Opre.com. It'll both go there. there and I, this fall, I'll be, you know, I'll be on the, uh, I'll, I'll be on the media circuit. So be sure to check that stuff out. I'll, I'll be hitting up all the, you know, the media events, Ski Vermont, Ski Utah, Ski.com, nice, whatever ones. Uh, so I'll be there and. Hopefully I'll be on with you guys. I'll try to maybe jump on once a month and maybe report back for you guys and give you some give you some information. But at the same time, I'll, I'll definitely have it on my site and on my Instagram. Maybe we'll actually cool. plan to ski together this year too. Yeah, uh, be nice. We've we talked about kind of we I, we tried last year. I, I definitely threw out a, a number of times. So yes, you did. And uh, but for, you were like, I'm like, I'm going 100. You're like, yeah, I'm going. To I'm in Veil. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> it's like I'm coming back. I'm yeah. coming back to go to Hunter. Yeah. Well, Hunter got pulled this year, so. Hunter is, uh, yeah. That's true. A lot of yeah, stuff went down. Right? That's true. Hunter That's, and Mount Snow. How and, crazy yeah. is that, it's right? It's going to be slow changes. My home slower, fast changes. Who knows? Yeah. No, they'll, it'll be slow because so, Vail's MO is not to do a damn thing their first year. It's a lot of money to come up with and change stuff. Especially yeah. in August, you know, Light to like. stuff up. Well, the deal's not even done yet. Really? Yeah. Oh, it, it's not supposed to be closed until, like, the middle of the fall, so. Yeah. Wow. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so you got Rich's information, and if you want to hit us up, send us an email, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Under the ropes. 
first off, Bugatti. I know I'm in the market for a new vehicle, and I'm thinking of something that's classy, perhaps has room for maybe half another human being. <laughs> Not even. Not even. Just maybe like a supermodel. You know what? They could take a selfie and be on their way. They don't have to ride with you. I am in the market for a Bugatti. So, Mario, what is, uh, what's going on with these Bugattis here? So, they're making a new Bugatti this year. They're only making 10 <laughs> of these supercars. They're $9 million a piece. And Morgan. it's the Bugatti Centodici. 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 It'll cost $9 million. Centodici. Centodici. That's... Uh, it's an homage to the Bugatti EB110 supercar of the early 1990s. Yeah, it looks like something from the 90s. And uh, <laughs> Is that it, your computer talking? That, that was my computer talking. Okay. Um, They're pretty fly, though. These are nice. They look pretty They cool. don't suck, right? Yeah, the, the uh, that EB110 was kind of like, had the same sort of grill. It had these like big, like chunky 90s it headlights. It looks a little bit like that yeah. crazy-ass Audi from that um, Will Smith movie. Or maybe it's not a Will Smith movie. You know the what I'm talking about? Ali? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a Bugatti in the Ali movie. Damn. Uh, I, robot. I Robot? Oh, I Robot. That yeah. was a Will Smith movie. The right? Fresh Prince of Audi? The Fresh Prince. <laughs> the Audi Fresh Prince movie. I met, the, uh, I met DJ Jazzy Jazzy. The Fresh Prince of Stuttgart. Nice. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Stuttgart. Yeah, so the Chiron was like their big car. I think that was for a while, right? Still kind of their... Well, there was the other one before the Chiron. And for some reason, I'm forgetting Veyron. the name of it. The Veyron, that was the one. That was like the first like 260 so mile an hour. Shit to me. Yeah. So they saw yeah. the the Chiron cost more than three million. Right. The Chiron's like three and a half. And now this one's nine. Nine. God damn. Nine. And you know, like, it's funny, like when you buy a Ferrari, huh, because I know about these kind of things. Because he knows. Yeah. If you buy like the newest Ferrari, like you have to already have purchased several other Ferraris to even be able right to there. get on the list you to get even... the new Ferrari. Oh, is that right? Like, that's how it is. Oh, I didn't even know. It's You're so ridiculous. A, they won't let you plunk down $10 million. You have to have, have plunked down well, Ferraris are five million. Well, Ferraris are ghetto. They're only like four hundred, five hundred thousand. They don't do that shit at Nissan. <laughs> Nissan like, <laughs> no, no, we'll sell it. So you want a rogue player? I got like 60 of them right here. <laughs> Pick the one you want. No, that's why you always get the limited, because it's limited to the number they can sell. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it so funny how like the whole thing is like, it's a limited edition. It's like, come on, man. Everything's limited edition. If Let's be honest. 12 billion people buy it, you'd make 12 billion of these goddamn cars. Like, dude, that Nissan Sentra is limited edition. They're only making 12 million of yeah. them. Um, my goddamn Ken Griffin Jr. rookie cards that are over there. Those yeah. are supposed to be limited edition, those upper decks. I saw a whole movie about that. They're I, have, about, I have like three sets of those. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, this is, I'm like, this is my retirement money. I'm retiring. I'm 26. <laughs> they ain't worth shit. shit now. Because they kept making more and more and more yeah. of them because everyone wanted them. Yeah. So I went to Comic-Con a few weeks ago in Tampa, which is kind of cool. And I had these, um, I had these comic uh, trading cards that I got. Like, I got a few sets way back when cards were really big. So I'm like taking them. I'm like, oh, this has his first edition. This has to be like, it's like, a dollar. I'm like, why the fuck am I holding this? For thing? this whole crate is a dollar. Yeah, I know. That's like the uh, the old George Carlin bit. You know, shout out. Look at this, George Carlin nice. cassettes. Cassette. Two of them. Two George Carlin. So this is what we keep in the studio here. We got an old track over there. George Carlin. Is cassettes. that really in there, or do you have a mixtape in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom! Look at that. You got the secret white cassette. Oh, that is the. Uh, so this is like I bought this like the crunk party mixtape that he has in there. <laughs> I got this. 
the uh, an evening with Wally Londo featuring Bill Slazo. I got this tape when I was like a junior in high school. I listened to it over and over and over again. Obviously. Fantastic. Baseball and football. I like the but there it is. The uh, VHS of Better Off Dead. Better off dead. My, neighbor just, my neighbor just bought that. Do you know nice. John Cusack hated that movie? Like, he didn't Did want he? to talk about it afterwards? Oh, my God. He made 2012, and he's embarrassed by Better Off Dead. Yeah. That's right. What was the shittiest movie greatest, that he ever made? 2012. The greatest movie he's ever made. <laughs> Better Off Dead by far. Better Off Dead, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, he's been... High Fidelity was fantastic. Yeah, but I don't know if they're Better Off Dead. <laughs> not, not no, better they're all going dead. for a silver medal. Like, it was pure snow. <laughs> just go that way really fast film that snowbird <laughs> and if something gets your way turn <laughs> <laughs> what a coach yeah. film that snowbird awesome the Cirque is the K-12 so they're saying that they took the classic look without copying it technically complex to say the least well they say it's an homage an homage an homage everything's a goddamn homage or something or a homage when are they uh, gonna it looks pretty sweet it looks like a car I'd definitely steal if I saw this <laughs> on the road Top 10 hey, stealing hey, hey. cars. Just because you're Puerto Rican doesn't mean you got to steal cars. <laughs> Dude, I can't even steal those hubcaps. They don't have caps. I have to steal the whole car. <laughs> oh, They're like wagon wheels, those rims. Dude, They're I like, steal the shit out of this look car. Look at the size of those things. Dude, I steal the shit out of this car. It's like hitting the lottery. I wish, like, I wish they still had hubcaps. No, simpler time. Yeah. Right. Did you steal this thing you sell for $2 million on the street? Walking away. I used to drive a 78 LeBaron, and every time I'd pull into the parking lot. Is it convertible? Nah. But every time I pull in a parking lot at the uh, at the park where I used to play basketball every summer, and I and there was like a sharp turn, and I'd come around, all of a sudden you'd hear pop off. The hub the hubcap would pop off and start rolling down the hill. I have to stop the car. They're like, up, Rich is here. It only happened a few times to me, but I would get so pissed. Like you go around a turn and the hubcap just goes faster than the car. I'm like, I'm not even going that fast. How the fuck did that go? Did they call you like hubcap or something because of that? Yo, hubcap's here. Hubcap's here. You would think. Yo, hubcap, you in for a game? Hubcap got next. <laughs> I rolled up in a new Lou Baron. It's <laughs> awesome, man. Dude, see, those are fucked up memories you have yeah, in childhood. Exactly. They're great. Out of duster. And that shit used to come up. So I missed duster. I'm like, how the fuck did that? I didn't even speed up. I was slowing down. That hubcap fell off. What we got here? So what is this? The man on the phone. What's it like making history's highest auction bid? Yeah. This was a, uh, I believe it was a Picasso that sold. Picasso. Salvatore Mundi? That's the name of it. And it was by... Uh, Rotter? No, that's the guy. He was no, actually no, on the no. phone. It was uh, Da Vinci. I think it was Da Vinci. It was one of the only... I think they said he only painted a few paintings. Oh, Da Vinci. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The last known Da Vinci. Yeah. In private hands. In private hands. And they sold for... Did you see the number? 450.3 million. God damn. They broke the record at like, I think it was like 300 million or something. Yeah. 450.3 million dollars for a painting. So the broker that was on the phone, it was of Jesus in the Byzantine. But what happened was there was, I think there's a picture under the picture or there was a picture over the picture and they cleaned it up or something like that. So I think this is the original, and they had another painting on top of it. They cleaned it up, and that's why it was, like, such an weirdness. Oh, okay. But there was a broker on the phone, so the broker is – think about it, The broker's making 10 to 20%, right? So he just like, boom, I quit, motherfuckers. I'm out. Yeah, exactly, you know? right? Seriously, He right? was on with some chic uh, – some – Chic. 
<laughs> he was a sheik from the sheik. Middle East, and he was on the phone making. The, now, did you say a sheik of the Middle East? Yes, as opposed to like a sheik from Cleveland. Yes, as opposed exactly. to exactly the Cleveland sheik. It could be the sheik of the Cleveland sheiks. Cleveland sheiks. <laughs> That'd be like it's like an XFL team. Yeah, I think that I think might be the actually. name. I think it is. <laughs> they announced eight teams yesterday. This is the ninth oh, team. Yeah. They announced Cleveland Tampa. Do you know what Tampa was? The Tampa. I think Tampa's colors too are like red and orange. Ah, uh, that's just what the I, I Bucks could be wrong. Or maybe it's, it's like green. the New know. York Guardians is the one team. There's like the. Uh, they just use the USFL names. Those were great. The New uh, Jersey Generals, damn. the San Antonio Gunslingers. Tampa is like green, puke green, well, lime green and yellow. It's a weird fucking... The Tampa Bay Vipers. The Vipers. Do you have any, are there any Vipers down there? I've been in Tampa Bay. There's not a goddamn Viper to see. What's up with that? Wow, the Tampa Vipers. Yeah, it's kind of weak. I got to tell you. I got it right here. I like the uh, sea monster thing. What is that? The Seattle, Seattle sea Dragons. Monsters. They should just call them the sea the monsters. The Los Angeles... Wildcats. That they came out with for a while, haven't they? The Houston Roughnecks. And the Roughnecks are apparently an oil well. Yeah, it looks like the Oilers. It's the Oilers. Oilers. I like the Dallas Renegades, though. Yeah, it looks like you, they're going to take your car, too. <laughs> you, you go watch a game, and you come out with nothing. The St. Louis Battle Hawks. Aren't yeah. all Hawks kind of Battle Hawks? It looks like the Air Force symbol, right? With the sword and the Yeah. Wings. New York Guardians? What Weak are you guarding sauce. in New York? Weak sauce. You're guarding the Da Vinci painting. Exactly. That's going to auction for $400 million. Yes, the dude did it on the phone, and they said it's going to sit in his yacht out in the Aegean Sea while it waits for the place to be built where it's going to sit, his residence. (laughs) Seems like a really good, you know, I I think they should probably cure it with salt. Because the salt is, is salt water is going to be good for it. Yeah. Yeah, Way to go, Sheik. How big is that yacht? That's what I want. International waters. I hope like some small... Is fucking Iron Sheik that bought this? (laughs) That would be great. Iron Sheik. (laughs) I am going to death to America. I put picture next to me. Iron Sheik, world's greatest champion. Tehran, Iran. <laughs> Little did we know, Iron Sheik, big art collector. Yeah. Who, <laughs> Who would have thought, right? Oh, uh, you know, I saw last week I was uh, riding bike and I saw Hulk Hogan. I'm like, hey, Hulk, <laughs> as I'm riding by. Did you really? Oh, they, he's all over the place. He's opening a new place on Clearwater Beach. Um, 26-inch pythons, brother. Hangout. People see him around all the time. They're like, yeah, he's a pretty nice guy. He, he kinda, he's giant, though, isn't he? He's a big, he's tall. He's like 6'7". Like, I thought he was going to be, like, huge. Well, he had, like, didn't his, like, spine he's actually... pretty ripped. Like, pretty jacked. For an older dude, For being, yeah. like, 60-something, right? Yeah. yeah. For a 60-something dude, he's pretty... <laughs> Drink your milk. Fit. Take your vitamins. And he's still got that hair, the blonde hair. Like, but it's not as long, you know? Yeah. It's pretty funny. Freaking Hulk Hogan. But I want to see him. What he should do is walk around with the belt There's all the like time. There's, like, five strands of it. <laughs> yeah. Oof. He's just walking around with the belt all the time. Right? Just get tattooed. That'd be funny. He was walking into the, um... Sports rental, like they rent kayaks and crap like that. So he's walking into there. Dude, Hulk can't friggin' own a kayak. Hey, he's renting kayaks. Hey, Hulk, what's up? <laughs> no, he owns pieces of businesses all over that whole strip. Nice. Clearwater Beach is like, there's a few owners that like own multiple restaurants, hotels, like all that I'd stuff. I'd be very concerned if Hulk was renting a kayak. Yeah. I, I, would be, I really hope he could Look buy at my one. kayak, brother. <laughs> 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 What's she gonna do, I brother? See the pythons when, as I paddle. When kayak mania runs wild on you, kayak mania coming to Clearwater Beach this Saturday. <laughs> oh yeah, oh that's man. That's oh yeah, brother. Yeah, that's they Saturday. kind of blend together. The Macho Man yeah. and Hogan. They're both just so awesome. Yeah. God, I'm, did I just send I you that video? Macho man. I had an Uber driver tell me that um, he saw 
Randy Savage and Hulk hanging out in one of the. I guess all the wrestlers used to hang out there, but I'm like, yeah, cool story, a lot, bro. A lot of them are dropping off now, so. Well, um, did I just send you the video a few weeks ago of like uh, the Macho Man getting bitten by the snake? Yeah. And the kid in the crowd crying. crying. Remember that? Where like Jake the Snake fought Macho Man and like they brought the snake out and it was like biting him? Awesome. Oh. I saw I mean, Ric Flair when I lived in uh, Carolina. <laughs> but he was like in a suit and I'm like, where the fuck is the little Nature Boy thing that he wore, you know? Did you watch the documentary about him? No. I think it was I HBO it. or Netflix. Yeah, it was it was awesome till it got real depressing at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw Andre the Giant in um, in not great. JFK in uh, <laughs> was the other Laguardia, Laguardia. <laughs> and I was, you know what? I was staring at his shoes. His shoes were like the soles were like that thick, and I'm like, he's just giant. He's just huge. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I didn't weird. sit next to him on the airplane. Yeah, we saw Debo in uh, <laughs> Debo in Charlotte Airport. Yeah, nice. <laughs> It's funny how you see these people. You're like, wow, they actually are He was dying. riding on, like, one of the golf carts. Nobody messes with Debo. Go, Debo! Debo! Debo coming! Debo coming! Debo coming! Get out of the way! Debo coming! Hot, hot, your chain? <laughs> My chain. grandma gave me that chain. <laughs> but, yeah, you see those wrestlers? They're huge, man. Yeah, he's massive. Freaking gigantic. Saragusa, I saw at um, Tiffany's at one time. Oh, well, he owns that place, right? Well, I know, Goose but lo- Yeah, Goose is local. I didn't know how big he was. That dude's gigantic. We got an ad blocker here killing our last story. So this dog is one of the world's the most destructive mammals. The same the dog just the dog? Yeah. Like the, the, this specific dog or this breed. Like the no, they just, just dogs, dogs in general. In general. They're like, saying the most destructive animals, according to Brazilian in Rio, they did this study and they said the dogs are, are like the most destructive animal that they can see. They say when they go like cats go feral, like when they go in the wild, they're forming packs of up to fifteen dogs and like just taking shit down. It's crazy because they have all these dogs running around like strays. They don't control them like here. Here they wrangle them up. Right. They just let them run around, and they say cool. they're getting out of control. In maybe it's not the dogs, the Brazilians. I don't know. Isn't like Brazil on fire right now? I don't because the dogs set the fire, man. In fuego. <laughs> fuego. It's in fuego. Yeah, like the uh, the Amazon. They're saying that Brazil has their new. Prime Minister or President. Oh, they're burning the rainforest. Yeah, they're right? burning the rainforest instead of it's like rivals that are like... Uh, it's crazy. He's claiming that there's rivals that are setting these fires to make him look bad. Huh. I right. saw a whole thing on Vice on that. And, like, and that's they were, they what's causing global fields. warming. So they burn it out to set up like... Plastic particles in the Arctic. Yeah. Exactly. All because of this guy. Well, because they want to grow palm trees or whatever for parts of, uh, palm oil. And they said the most destructive part isn't burning the trees. It's the fact that it burns down to the ground and all the nitrogen in the ground just plumes up. And they said that's the worst part. So they're actually trying to tell people just cut them down, but it's a little more expensive. And then burn the trees. That's not as as bad as, as they're just setting everything on fire. And they say they're heating up the ground and that's fucking everything up. I didn't realize that. Huh. Weird, right? You think, yeah. oh, the tree burning is... They're like, no, that's not nearly as destructive. Interesting. So they said it's like more. It's worse because they're they're scorching that earth. Well, they've been sla- they, that, that that slash and burn stuff has been going on for years. Yeah, because it's cheaper. They just right. set a fire and just yeah wait for the fire to burn out. Well, don't they come in with the the big friggin' like circular saw like uh, vehicles? Like Avatar? Yeah. No, they if they did that and then they replanted, it, it would be fine. Oh, see, that's what I thought they were doing. No, they're just setting it on fire oh. because then they don't have to saw shit down. It just all burns up. Oh. And that's why it's so bad for the ozone. It's Lazy just like bastards. Cleaning shit up. Thanks, dicks. 
They can't even friggin' burn shit. Right and now they hired the dogs from this yeah. fire. Yeah. They just set the dogs on fire, too. They don't really care. Maybe they set the dogs on fire, and they, that lets everything else go on fire. I don't know. So basically, if you hate dogs, you'll love Brazil. Because they set dogs on fire there. Or maybe you'll love dogs because they're... If you hate dogs, don't go to Brazil because apparently they're running rampant. They, rampant. Will, they will take you down. Destroying the rainforest. They're saying they're causing uh, environmental hate um, mayhem. Environmental mayhem? They're saying one of the most harmful, invasive mammalian predators. Um, and they're saying the dog population... Well, they're saying over the last century... They, as the human population exploded, so did the dog population, growing to an estimated one billion. Huh. And that's every asshole that I saw on the plane with their little fucking comfort dogs. Emotional support dogs. Yeah, it's emotional such, support dogs. You know what? I love dogs, too, but, like, what if you were allergic and you're sitting in this tube and they bring a freaking dog in there? It's like, great, now i got to sit next to a dog. You didn't ask yeah. me if I'm in a dog-friendly aisle. Right. Or cat friendly, well, bring cats too. Bring a fucking parrot. I'm gonna bring a python. Snakes on a plane. Yeah. I'm bring that shit on there too. This is my emotional support python. Yeah, I got a python. He's very, very comforting to me to have him here. So, are you saying that we should eliminate dogs? So they said they've muscled out native predators such as foxes and big cats in nature preserves, outnumbering pumas twenty five to one and ocelots eighty five to one. How are the dogs out muscling pumas? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, what man. kind of dogs are we talking about here? I don't know. That dog, the one they got on security camera, was that a dog? This is like a hardcore dog. Like these, like most of the dogs you see around here are like kind of fat and kind of lazy. And those are bad. Those are ghetto dogs. Totally incapable of doing this to a large cat. That could be Telluride in two years. Could be. I saw a lot of dogs when we were in Telluride. Think about Running it. Rampant. Yeah. Foaming at the mouth. It's Oprah's fault. Yeah. All I that. All that plastic in the snow. Dogs eating the snow. No, they get immune get to the dog, plastic. And you get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and a dog for you and a dog for you. Everyone gets a dog. Thanks, Oprah. They're going to outnumber us. It's pretty much Oprah's fault. Everything so think is. of Planet of the Apes, but it'd be dog planet. Planet of the, of the dogs? Dog planet of the dogs. Planet of the dogs. The dogs are all playing rope-a-dope right now with us. That's yeah. It. Coming off all cute. Those Australian shepherds. There's something behind those eyes. You can tell. Oh, yeah. A lot of owners aren't going to wake up one day on day zero when they all strike. Well, I guess that wraps up the podcast for the week. Rich, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you for having me. Always I a was, pleasure having you. I was you. happy to be here in person with Mario for the first time. I'm glad I got to make it. This is kind of fun having all three yeah. of us here in person together. I was going to have more time before the podcast, but off the plane and right into... That's I how you do it. Man. We're that's professionals. It. We got to do it this way, you know. That's pro, that's pro style. We'll right do there. it live. So, Rich, info you want to share out again? At all about operate on Instagram, Twitter, and at all about operate and YouTube. Sorry, at all about operate Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. At all about operate ski on Facebook, and then check it out the website www dot all about operate or all about operate ski dot com. Nice. There you go. Yes. Yeah, so check out Rich's site. Buy some swag. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com. All the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Podcast. Go to your favorite podcasting app. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Go there, rate Tumblr. us, subscribe. If you want to hit us up with an email, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Mario, great having you in person. Rich, thank you again. Thank you, guys. We will see you guys next week. Stay high, stay fluid. See ya. Boom.